listening to the John Barrett Leadership Podcast, where you'll hear great ideas, insight, and inspiration to level up your leadership ability. Hey guys, it's John Barrett once again on the John Barrett Leadership Podcast. I am so excited that you are tuning in for another episode to add value to you as a leader. Hey, we want to help level you up so you don't level out in your influence. We never want to curb our influence. We always want to be leveling up and gaining more as a leader to make a difference, to make an impact. So I'm so excited you're listening today to this podcast, wherever you may be, wherever you're at, um, we're going to do everything we can to help you as a leader. Hey, listen, real quick, before we jump into today's topic of leverage your lungs, I want to just uh, ask a favor of you. If you could leave a review and rate this podcast wherever you listen to it at, uh, it would be so helpful to validate uh, the podcast as people are searching for it and looking for it. Uh, as you know, if you search on Amazon for a product or somewhere else, you always look at the reviews just to kind of see the validity of the uh, product or whatever it is. And it's the same with podcasts. And I would love to be able to add value to as many leaders as we can and grow our influence to impact and level up those that uh, are seeking that. So if you could leave a review, it is so, so incredibly helpful or share this on social media or whatever you can to help get the word out. I would be so appreciative to help grow the influence of the John Barrett Leadership Podcast. So thank you guys so much. All right, let's jump into today's topic, leverage your lungs. As a leader, your lungs is one of the most important tools that you have to create influence and impact in those around you. Your words is really what I'm talking about. Your ability to, to say things and use your lungs, if you will, and talk or uh, use your words to make a difference. Now, I love playing the game Scrabble. I love that game, always have, but I, I've got to be honest with you, um, most people hate playing that game with me. Not because I'm so good at it, but because I take forever. Because I just spend so much time, every time it's my turn, I just, my goal is to run out of my letters so that I can, you know, get a whole nother uh, pile of them. And every time I do it, I'm just fanatical about trying to do it. So I take forever. Everybody's got to put a timer on me and they get so frustrated with me because I love to be able to create words and my competitive nature wants to win. So I love the game of Scrabble, but if you play Scrabble, you know that the whole point of the game is to use, use your words strategically so that you can get the most amount of points based on the value of the letters and tiles that you use. So just like in Scrabble, I think that, that life is kind of like this, right? Like life works much like Scrabble. How we use our words will determine our outcome. If you're going to score points with people, and I don't mean that in a manipulative sort of negative way, but if you're going to have influence on people and help them win and win with people, then you've got to be a great wordsmith with how you leverage your lungs as a leader. You see, the way that we communicate has the power to either construct or destruct people. We can either build them up or just kind of bulldoze them over. I mean, we can empower people or we can implode everything within them. We can motivate people or we can mutilate people with our words. We can exonerate people or we can assassinate people with our words. Words are powerful. An excellent communication makes the difference between average leaders and great leaders. It's the ability to communicate well. You see, when communication goes down, confusion just comes up. 
it rises up. When there's no communication and it goes silent, it goes down, or it's bad communication, then confusion starts to rise up and an organization happens every single time. In fact, one of the culprits of, of a, a, a bad culture of an organization is communication. It is one of the most important things that help define the, 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 the way that the organization is moving forward. If I could spend one day with you and your team, I would be able to tell how successful you're going to be based on how you communicate together. I'm telling you, if I spent one day following you around, I would be able to determine a lot about your future and the future of the organization just based on how you communicate. You see, every organization has a language, a dialect in which they communicate. It's the narrative that's used that will determine the result that it's going to produce. Your narrative as an organization or even as a leader, you have a narrative, whether you are intentional about it or it just sort of happens by default. I guarantee you, you have a negative. You have sort of a a language in which you communicate and the people around you know it. Hopefully it's a good one, but it may be not a, a good one. It may be actually the very thing that's causing you to not get the best out of your people and the best out of your team and your organization because you're not communicating effectively and well. Or it may be limiting your influence as a leader to be able to level up in your organization because you are not communicating well. See, words will always produce results, good, bad, or indifferent. They're constantly at work affecting outcomes all the time. Every word that you say, it, 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 is, it has something that it's doing. I mean, once something is communicated, it's out there. I mean, you can't take it back. The wave of impact that that word has, it'll continue to carry on long after it's heard. I mean, it, it, there, there's like a wake of, of, uh, of impact that our words have, just like a, a, a boat that's going through the water. It leaves a wake behind it. Our words leave a wake somehow, some way. And in fact, the higher you go as a leader, the more impact your words have on everything that you're doing. This is why we play back words and we do all kinds of conversations in our head. And after that conversation is finished, we begin to see that that impact continues to go. It continues to move forward in what we're doing. Author Napoleon Hill said this. He said, think twice before you speak because your words and influence will plant the seed of either success or failure in the mind of another. Now, that's incredible. Napoleon Hill was a phenomenal guy. He wrote the book Think and Grow Rich, one of the top uh, uh, motivational kind of books ever sold in history. And, and I love this. And I'm just going to read this again. Think twice before you speak because your words and influence will plant the seeds of either success or failure in the mind of another. You see, words are truly like seeds that will eventually produce either sweet fruits or bitter roots. It's one or the two. It's either going to produce a sweet fruit that's going to come forth or kind of a bitter root that's going to happen. Listen, in leaders, we must be careful and very intentional about the words we communicate. You know, there's an ancient proverb in Proverbs 18.21. It says this, the tongue has the power of death and life. Now, that, that's a big statement there, that the tongue has the power of death and life. And listen, the more respect that you have as a leader, the more powerful your words become. Again, the higher you go, the more powerful your words become. So what you say and how you say it determines what you get and how you'll get it. 
Let me say that again. What you say and how you say it determines what you get and how you'll get it. So your words are a big deal. Now, I want to kind of help you out a little bit today about how to be a better communicator. Just some observations, five observations today that uh, I want to share with you and I think that will help you a little bit. Before I do it, let me break down just a few more things because being an effective communicator can make or break your leadership potential. American financer and statesman Bernard Baruch said this. He said that the ability to express an idea is well nigh as important as the idea itself. I love that. The ability to express an idea is well nigh as important as the idea itself. And he was incredibly successful, and part of it was because of his ability to communicate ideas. Listen, you may have great ideas, but if you can't communicate that idea, then that idea is sort of worthless, Not because the idea itself is, but because you're not able to communicate it. I see a lot of people, they have great ideas, they have great uh, 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 brainstorming ability to come up with solutions and problem solve, but because they can't communicate the idea well, it goes unheard, unseen, and it doesn't have the impact that it could. So let me break down my communication formula for you. Just some thoughts here before we dive into these five kind of tips. So first one is this, bad communication plus bad competency. So being a bad communicator and not having competency to do what you're able to do equals no influence. Bad communication plus bad competency equals no influence. But good communication plus bad competency equals terminal influence. You see, you may be able to be a good communicator, but if you don't have the competency to follow through and get it done, your influence is going to be terminal. It's going to run out eventually. Now, bad communication plus good competency. So you're not a good communicator, but boy, can you get things done and you've got talent? Listen, I'm telling you, that equals limited influence. Your influence will be limited because you're not firing on all cylinders. But here's the goal. Good communication plus good competency equals massive influence. When you have good communication plus good competency, you will have massive influence. So I see a lot of leaders who are good at what they do, but they're not good at communicating what they do. Therefore, their influence is limited. So as I've coached literally hundreds and hundreds of leaders all around the world, Uh, literally from other countries to here in the U.S., as I've coached people for almost 20 years in leadership, I want to just share with you the top five reasons that I have found. This is coming from me. This is my observation of all the people that I have coached over the years from sort of high-level C-suite, CFO, COOs, COOs, CTOs, all the C-suite positions down to almost the janitor sort of level, if you will right? Just entry level kind of people. These are the five things that I've found that limits people and that, that, that kind of sabotages their influence. And so each one of these is something that I've observed, but I'm going to help you and challenge you to maybe overcome these. Now you're not going to connect with all of these because there's probably just one or two that maybe affect you. The other ones aren't a big deal, but hang in there because you need to hear all of these. So the reasons why, some of the top five reasons why people don't communicate well, number one is this, they're too humble. 
Now, I know that sounds a little bit like an oxymoron, like, well, that doesn't make sense. How can you become too humble? I thought the goal of really great leadership is to be a humble person and, 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 and not be prideful or arrogant, but, but, you know, walk in humility. Well, listen, some people are just simply too humble, meaning that they think communicating too much is some sort of pride or something. They think that if they over-communicate, that it's prideful or arrogant or whatever the case may be. And so in doing so, they become too humble. They don't want to appear too pushy or too dominating, but they leave opportunity on the table. Listen, humility is a great thing, but being humble doesn't mean you have to be silent. We can't equate humility with being silent Humility doesn't have to do with how much or how little you say. It's more a state of your heart, of your kind of approach to things, your attitude, and how you carry yourself. So listen, if you struggle with this, some people, I'm, I'm telling you, I coach a lot of people that they're just so humble. I mean, they, you know, they think, well, I, I don't want to overtake the conversation and that. But in doing so, they just remain unseen, unheard, and in the, in the shadows because they're not stepping up in, in, in being able to speak what they know that they need to do. So listen, here's what I want to challenge you with is believe in yourself. Believe in the value that you bring. Stop thinking that it's arrogant or prideful to jump into a conversation and say something and add value and add your opinion or your thought to the conversation. Listen, it's okay. So if you struggle with that, I just want to challenge you. Right, that, that don't be so humble that it begins to sabotage your influence and sabotage your ability to step up and make an impact. Now, the second one is this. You may be too fearful. Here's another reason that I see people that they, they aren't a good communicator is because they're too fearful. I mean, many people are silent because they don't want to say something wrong. I mean, they, they, they fear messing up their words and saying something that will make them kind of look bad. You know, and, and I think this fear suppresses their potential to be a better communicator. Listen, the only way to get better at communicating is to simply do it a lot. I mean, you have got to practice. You've got to push yourself. If you're too fearful to step out, you're never going to get better. You're not going to wake up one day and all of a sudden be a great communicator. No, you're going to be living in the shadows of your fear. Listen, all growth takes place outside the comfort zone. It's going to be uncomfortable if this is something that you struggle with. Speaking up and then adding your input and adding your advice, whether it's in a meeting or whether it's, you know, in a brainstorming session or whatever it may be, meeting with somebody one-on-one. -on -one. Listen, if you are too fearful, it's going to limit your ability to grow and level up. So you've got to overcome this, this fear. Never allow fear of looking bad or saying something wrong. Limit your ability to grow your influence. Listen, even though you think you're, you're, you're saving your influence by being silent, it's only sabotaging your influence in the long run. It's those that are willing to speak up and get in the game and jump in. Listen, as I said in the first podcast we ever did on this show, winners want the ball when the game is on the line. Listen, you got to be able just to jump on the field and share. So listen, conquer your fear and step out. Challenge yourself to have a practice mindset. Here's what I mean by that. View everything as just an opportunity for you to practice and get better. Listen, nobody starts off amazing and perfect in their communication. You don't wake up one day and all of a sudden you just have all the right words to say and all that. No, it comes through growth. It comes through learning and practice, practice, practice. But if you're not practicing 
communicating in a large group and putting yourself out there, you're never going to get better. So you're never just going to wake up one day and be a better communicator by hiding in the shadows. So listen, you may fumble over your words. You may trip over your words. In fact, you will. If you haven't stepped out already, you're going to trip over your words. But listen, it's in that process that we learn how to get better. We only learn how to get better by going through that. And if we think we can skip that or overlook that or just wake up one day and be this great communicator, it's not going to happen. All the great communicators that are out there never started off great. They started off bad, and then they traveled to the land of average, and then they traveled from there, if they kept at it, to maybe good, and then they got to great through that process. Listen, getting to great, being a great communicator is a journey. And you only get there by doing it and practicing it and spending time communicating. So challenge yourself to have a practice mindset and be okay with stepping up. Even if you feel like you're going to fumble or trip over your words, it's okay. So number three is things that, that limit people of being good communicators. They're too fast. So speaking without thinking plagues many leaders. And we all know people who think while they speak. Right. I mean, they they don't think and then speak. They speak and then they think about it. And they're just quick to jump into every conversation. These are the people usually that just kind of dominate the conversation. They always have something to say. Sometimes it's good. Sometimes it's just kind of chatter that's going on. But listen, if you're going to be a good communicator, you've got to make sure that you are bringing clarity to your thoughts and you're being careful not to speak too fast without thinking through it first. Listen, you can lose credibility by always having something to say without it being worth saying. Did you hear that? I mean, you can quickly lose credibility by always having something to say without it being worth saying. So don't just speak to speak. All right. Don't speak just so that that you can kind of get out there and show how good you are and uh, all that kind of stuff. And I know this is kind of a balance. Right. I mean, some people, I mean, again, you're struggling with being too humble or too fearful, but some people, they're just struggling with jumping out there too quick. They're not thinking. They're not stepping back and saying, wait a minute. Do I have something meaningful to add to the conversation? So listen, be slow to speak and quick to listen so you know how to respond. Don't just blurt things out. Slow down. And if you have something to say, write it down on a notepad um, or before you blabber it out. I mean, write it down. Think through it. Make sure that you kind of collect your thought there in, in, in your processing this. There's many times I'm in meetings and I have something to say all the time. Listen, I'm a communicator. I'm a talker. I could just talk, 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 talk all day long. But there are times in a meeting where I've got to just kind of restrain myself a little bit and, and put some restraint on, on, on my words and say, wait a minute, let me just wait and see how this conversation goes a little bit before I just jump in and take over or before I just jump in and kind of derail the conversation. Let me just let this thing play out sometimes. And what I'll do is, is I'll just write down some notes, uh, some talking points as I'm listening. And, and I'll determine as the conversation unfolds if it's really worth me bringing up 
or if I just need to let it go, or maybe it's something I need to address later. But writing it down really helps you to think through it before you just jump in. So be careful if you struggle with this. If you struggle with just always wanting to say something and always wanting to talk, listen, it's okay to have some silence. It's okay for some awkwardness in a conversation. Many people, they fear this awkward kind of silence, and it causes them to jump out and just talk, 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 and fill the void. Well, listen, if you want a conversation to go well in in a meeting and allow time for things to get processed and allow time for people to jump in, allow some awkward silences. Allow there to be some space and time for people to process and jump in. There have been many times that there's been kind of a little bit of a lull or an awkward silence in a meeting, and my natural tendency is want to jump in and, and, and jump in and fill it in, but I've just kind of set back and just allowed that to sit for a second And many times somebody will jump in, a lot of times somebody that I never even expected will jump in and kind of add value to the conversation. I think, wow, imagine if I would have just jumped in and cut them off. They would have never had that opportunity to step up. So as a leader, make sure that you're not moving so fast. Here's your challenge. Challenge yourself to listen. A leader that never listens will never be listened to. That's powerful. Listen, a leader that never listens will never be listened to. So if you want to have influence, you've got to be a good listener. So slow down in your communication, okay? Don't go too fast. Now, the fourth reason why people are not very good communicators sometimes is they're too slow. So this is the total opposite of the last one. The last one was you're too fast. You just jump in. The other side of the coin on this is you're too slow. I mean, you're not speaking up quick enough. You're allowing too much time to process this. Listen, if you wait too long to formulate your thoughts and put them in the words, you are going to limit your opportunity. And I see this happen a lot, especially with people that are thinkers and they want time to process. And I get it. I'm not saying you got to have something to say at every moment and all that. But listen, you've got to challenge yourself. If you struggle with this one, You need to challenge yourself to put words out there and maybe move a little faster because you're taking too long. Listen, it can't be an excuse for you to say, well, I'm just a thinker and I need time to process. I get it. We all do to certain levels, but you have to be careful that it doesn't become a crutch for you to not add value to the conversation. Listen, you've got to be challenged. Just like the person that speaks too fast has to be challenged to slow down a little bit. If you move too slow, you need to be challenged to pick up the pace. If it's your challenge, you've got to develop some speed thinking skills. You've got to challenge yourself to think faster. And to do this, here's, here's some tips. You've got to make sure that you're rested up, you're, you're prepped up, you're prepared, and you enter meetings with focus and energy. Listen, if you are challenged with being a processor and it's limiting your influence to add value to the conversation, and you've heard it, you've maybe even heard feedback from other people, peers, or leaders that have said, hey, listen, I need you to jump in more. I need you to be more communicative. I need you to add value to the conversation. I know you've got ideas, but you're struggling with this. I want to tell you one of the best ways that you can uh, go about this and, and help yourself is to be rested up and prepared for each meeting with focus. Listen, I coach many people to have what I call a pre-meeting pep rally for themselves. So when you go into a meeting, 
Have a, a pregame pep rally. Listen, in sports, we do it all the time. We have, you know, prep rallies for all kinds of things. You know, we pump the team up. I can remember in high school going to, to the, you know, pep rallies uh, right before a game. They'd bring the whole school together and pump everybody up for the football game or whatever was going on that evening. And, uh, you know, it was just something that, to, to get excited about. If you look, watch most athletes, they have a pregame warm-up. I can remember watching Michael Phelps in the Olympics. He, he, before he would go to, into a swim meet, he would have his, uh, his, his hoodie on, and he'd have headphones in, and he was listening to music and things that were pumping him up and preparing him for that game. Listen, when you go into a meeting or uh, whatever it is where you've got to maybe jump in and add value to it, you need to prep yourself. How more important is it than anyone else maybe than for you to get in there and have a prep kind of a pep rally for yourself. So if you got to listen to some music, uh, sometimes I'll go into a meeting and I'll listen to some of my favorite communicators because they fire me up. And all it takes is about 30 seconds or two minutes of listening to some of my favorite communicators and I just start getting my blood boiling. Listen, have a pregame rally, whatever it is, whether it's music or it's something that's going to motivate you, but go into the meeting kind of prepped up and ready to go. All right, get into an area or, you know, schedule some time that you can get away and just think before you go in so that you're ready to go. All right, I want to challenge you. Whatever works, begin to do it. Be vulnerable. Throw yourself out there. Again, all growth takes place outside the comfort zone. If you're needing too much time to process, you're going to limit your influence. So get out there and get going. All right, number five is this. The, the, fifth, reason, the, the, the fifth reason that people uh, are not good communicators is too unskilled. So this can be a limiting belief that people have that keeps them from speaking up. I mean, they're just unskilled. They don't know how to do it. They're trying to do it. I mean, they're overcoming all these other things. They're, they're, they're not being too humble. They're, they're jumping into it. They're not too fearful. They're saying, hey, I'm going to throw myself out there. They're not speaking too fast, but they're not speaking too slow. They're just kind of doing what they need to do, but they're still are having trouble getting through to people. This could be because you need to brush up on your skills as a communicator. You need to learn how to get better as a communicator. Listen, this is intentional kind of effort. As much as practice is good, just like I, I kind of gave you that tip earlier, that you may need to practice and make sure that you know, you're, you're just kind of have a practice mindset. But listen, you've got to practice the right things. Well, how do you know? I used to have a, um, a coach that used to tell me, he said, John, practice doesn't make perfect. Practice makes permanent. You can be practicing the wrong thing and it, and it not be perfect, but it's permanent. So practice makes permanent, not perfect. If you want to get perfect, so to speak, then you've got to get skilled at it. That means that you've got to expose yourself to what are great communicators doing. Listen, take notes. See what some of the great communicators in your organization are doing, those that have influence. Study them. Listen to them. Why is it that they're able to connect with people? Take notes on that. Listen, as a communicator myself, I, I spend time listening to communicators not just for their content, but to listen to what are they doing that is, is working, that it's just making sense. And I'm still working on it, guys. I just have so long to go in my communication, okay? I, am, I, I'm like, I put myself at about average. Sometimes I'll hit good, but, but I want to get to great. And I'm working on it. But listen, I'll never do it if I don't uh, just practice it and work on the skills. So listen, great communicators aren't just born. They're forged. 
through training and experience. So you've got to train your skills. Just like if you want to be better at any skill, you've got to sharpen that axe. You've got to do things that are going to help you be a better communicator. You need to study communicators, whether it's people in your organization that are good or great communicators or just people online, just digital mentors or authors or speakers or whatever it is. Find out why they communicate so well and begin to emulate that. Begin to learn and, and take some of those cues. Listen, you can learn to be a better communicator. doesn't matter where you're at. You may be bad right now. You can get to great, but it's going to take some effort. You need to get around some coaches, maybe get around some mentors, maybe get around some opportunities where you're investing into yourself. What books are you reading? What videos are you watching? What mentors or coaches are you asking questions to about how can I be a better communicator? Listen, I can tell you right now, if you're not asking those questions and seeking out those resources, you may get to good, but you'll never get to great without literally going in and being intentional about working on skills. You organically will never get to great just by communicating on your own and just kind of doing it over time. It'll be helpful, no doubt, but if you want to get skilled, you've got to get around resources that are going to help sharpen you. So that's why listening to things like this podcast and other podcasts and reading books and watching TED Talks and observing your leaders in your organization that are doing it good or great then you'll get better. So with hard work and dedication to the learning to become a better communicator, you will be able to do it. And when you do it, your influence will rise. Your ability to get things done, your ability to be more effective in whatever it is that you want to do, whether it's communicating vision, whether it's communicating just uh, uh, hard work for people to kind of draw out the best from them, you'll be able to do it, but you've got to be a great communicator. So I hope this added value to you today. Again, just recapping really, really quick, the five reasons that I've observed that people don't become good communicators, too humble, too fearful, too fast, too slow, or too unskilled. So start working on your communication and you're going to get better and better. Guys, thanks so much for listening to the John Barrett Leadership Podcast again today. If it's your first time, I'd love for you to go back and listen to some other previous episodes. Check out johnbarrettleadership.com for resources. I've got some books and other things that will help you maybe level up your communication or so many other areas as a leader. Listen, leave a review if this has been helpful to you. Thanks so much for listening today. I'll see you next time on this podcast, ready to help level you up so that you don't level out. Thanks for listening to the John Barrett Leadership Podcast. To get more of John's resources, visit www.johnbarrettleadership.com.